everybody. Welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We are Tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lizzie. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. So remember when we named the planets, like the people on the planets? Yes. Yes. That was a fun game. How the could Mercs. I ever forget the Mercs and the Jupes? <laughs> Jupes. <laughs> Their long battle. The, the anuses. <laughs> no. You called them like the... <laughs> the roids. <laughs> I took it very seriously. <laughs> so did I. Thank you. <laughs> I said something about Daddy you, Daddy Uranus. No. No. It was, no that that sounded... did sound really weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Please never say that again. Ever. Oh. Oh. planet. What? <laughs> Nep Daddy. <laughs> Not Daddy Uranus. <laughs> Uranus <Wow>. Daddy. <laughs> I'll be handing out brain bleach here. <laughs> Sorry for that. Please. I need it. Oh. <sighs> well, besides Uranus Daddy, I would like to know what you would re- rename. You're going to make her wheeze. It's fine. Sorry. <laughs> what would you rename these animals if you could? Okay. Well, you know, I'm really good at this, obviously. <laughs> You're you the best at this, Boydston. <laughs> Elephant. Trunker. He's got a big trunk. Blob body. <laughs> so creative. I thought drunker was bad. <laughs> Blob body skinny nose. <clears throat> That's what his name is. <laughs> Long nose daddy. Oh, we're into the daddy. <laughs> Honestly, I just thought of it after you said you're in. Never daddy. ever call an animal daddy or anything daddy. Daddy is banned from this podcast. <laughs> I promise that. El- Ella daddy. <laughs> Rose. Okay. I like blob body long nose. <laughs> Thank you. Is that what it was? Thin nose, I thought. Or maybe long, long nose. A long nose. I almost said mm. long nose, and then I decided no. <sighs> Missed opportunity. Okay. Blob body long nose. Uh, girthy body thick nose. <laughs> Because you're literally just She's describing thick. it. Yes. <laughs> That's how things should be named. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, how about a dolphin? Mm. I call it an ocean dog. Oh, I like that. All I can think of is flipper. Well, it's taken. Let's let's do um <laughs> screecher. Because <laughs> it goes it does its little screeching. <laughs> what? That was a really bad impression. I could do better, but I don't want to. I was gonna say friendly sharks. Okay, I like that. Thank yeah. you. Okay. How about <laughs> was Sarah, not me? I couldn't tell. You sound the same. <laughs> okay, ant eater. Long nose. Long nose, long tongue. Long nose, tickly tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it gotta be tickly? Creepy toes. <laughs> Creepy toes. long tongue. <laughs> I mean, it's hard because an ant eater is literally already named for what it does. It eats ants. True. We're just making it longer. We have to be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> Octopus. Ooh. Blob body mini legs. <laughs> Eight tenths. Oh. I like your abbreviations. Thank you. Yes. That was perfect. I like it. Uh, giraffe. Giraffe. Okay. Mm. Um, spotty, spotty oh. neck. Spotty make long neck. Spotty there make long neck. <laughs> I was just going to say, it obviously has to be something with a long neck. <laughs> We're all thinking it's like <laughs> that commercial where they're like, blue hair. <laughs> We're like, neck, neck. 
Okay, how about a platypus? Ooh, I love good platypus. Beaver longnose. Uh, longnose beaver. Longnose beaver. Duckbill webtoe. Uh, okay. Duckbill beaver. <laughs> we got there. He's a duckbill beaver. Yep. <laughs> um, do you guys know what an anglerfish is? Yeah. Yeah, the creepy fish from Finding Nemo. <clears throat> With a little light bulb on its mm-hmm. append- appendage. Appendage, yeah. Okay. That's nightmare fuel. Rename that one. Demon fish. (laughs) Underbite nightlight. Ooh, (laughs) clever. Oh, I win one. Poor guy. (laughs) He does have the underbite nightlight. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys a story. We're going to do some true crime. True True crime. crime. (laughs) I heard of this story because I recently found this guy on YouTube who posts police interrogation videos and you can watch the entire interrogation videos and it is fascinating Ooh. and i heard of this story because of the, one of those videos okay can i tell you those videos make me uncomfortable some of them do mm-hmm. um this one was fascinating because you just get to see like when they realize oh crap i'm found out okay we're going to february 20th 2015 in mount pleasant texas Police get a 911 call and rush to the home of Samantha Wolford and Ernie Ibarra. There, they find Samantha pretty hysterical, and she is there with her mother and reports that she had been tied up by intruders and her husband had been kidnapped and was now gone. Um, question. Was one of her intruders Bert? I knew it. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I saw you pause after she said Ernie. <laughs> like, uh-oh. <laughs> no, it was not Bert. He held Bert. it together for a solid okay. 30 seconds. I tried. Good job. I did. Okay, not. move on. This is serious. All right. So Rosie, the mom, had driven to the home and got there before police and found her gagged and tied. So she was already untied and ungagged by the time police get there. So... Samantha tells the police that they were brutally attacked. They were woken up from their sleep, dragged out of the bed, all sorts of things. And then they left with their, her husband. She says there was three men, but they all had masks on. They were all wearing black. She couldn't tell who they were. She didn't recognize any of their voices, like complete, didn't know anything. So the hunt begins for Ernie. But first, we're going to talk about who Ernie and Samantha are. (laughs) Stop it, the two of you. That is his name. I know it. I'm sure it's probably really (laughs) earnest. I just pictured Bert holding him captive. (laughs) No, I can't stop thinking about it. All right. So Samantha was a YouTuber and dreamt of becoming an actor. She did not work and instead spent her time making videos for YouTube. Ernie, on the other hand, was a tattoo artist, but also had two other jobs on top of it to support their family. And together they had three children. But Samantha had two from a previous relationship, so there was five children in the home. She had two sets of twins back-to-back. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So the first set of twins were not Ernie's. They were from a previous relationship, her high school boyfriend. Then her and Ernie got together. They had another set of twins, and then they had another child after that. Wow. So they were together for six years. And like I said, he worked several jobs in order to support their family and the children since Samantha was a stay-at-home mom and made videos on YouTube. So allegedly their relationship, there's conflicting stories about it being abusive. So she reported that she had filed a police report after a physical assault and had a PFA filed. Um, And she said that this was eventually lifted and they got back together after a few weeks because he agreed to go through anger management classes. Um, His family, though, has said that he was never abusive towards her and this is all just a lie. So 
Who knows? So, of course, you're going to look at the wife, right? Obviously. So, Samantha gets brought in for questioning pretty much right away because she was left behind and he was taken. So, you can watch the full four-hour interrogation on YouTube, but don't worry. I watched it for you. That Thank is a you. long time. It is. Well, I, well I'll really say it's probably watch. about three and a half hours because there's time where, like, the police just leave her in there. Yeah. So, right <laughs> away when it starts, she's in the room by herself, and I will say... It's 6.30 in the morning, so I get she hasn't slept, but right away she's asleep, and she makes a phone call. Um, It doesn't say to who, and she says, I'm about to curl up on the floor and just go to sleep. I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. This is a red flag. She doesn't like, seem worried. The very first red flag, because- Ernie is missing, Your Sam. husband is missing. You just had a horrifying home invasion experience. I will talk about the kids here in a second. <laughs> you had a horrifying okay. <laughs> home invasion experience. I get it's 630 in the morning, but like most people would be running on adrenaline. Yeah. And not able to even think about sleeping. Um, she also talks about how she needs to just go to bed and the cops need to let her go because this is disrupting her sleep schedule. And then she says, quote, I'm starving to death. <sighs> okay. That's just a weird choice of words. Yeah. And then she hangs up the phone, gets on the floor and goes to sleep. Okay. So eventually, um, a detective walks in, and they start going over the events of the night. So she reports she only heard male voices. She is hysterical again, recounting this, crying. She says that they tied her up. They put her face down so she couldn't see anything. The kids were all in the house during all of this, and the oldest are almost seven. They're six, and then down in age from there. She reports that she could hear the men hitting Ernie repeatedly. They eventually dragged both of them downstairs to the living room. And she says that they were after his family. So Ernie's dad is a drug dealer, and this was well known. So she said that they were after his father. They were mad at his father for something, so they were coming after his family. She said that they stripped her down naked in front of Ernie and were basically using her as bait, a.k.a. like, do you want us to kill your wife? Give us what we need, blah, 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 blah. Um, She said that she saw them put him in execution position outside, but she did not hear any gunshots, so she knew he was still alive. And then she said that they dragged her back up the stairs, still tied, and left. They threatened to come back and kill the kids if she called the police when they left. And she said she did not hear a vehicle. She did not see a vehicle. So she said they left on foot with a tied man. (laughs) that they had repeatedly beaten in front of her like they were hitting him she said they had a gun she said they were hitting him with the gun repeatedly he lost a tooth at one point there was blood all over so they pretty much would have had to been dragging him tied Mm -hmm. up yes makes a lot of sense got it makes lots of sense so then the police are like all right well obviously we're going to look through your phone get your phone records we just need to establish that you're not involved with this and she agreed and was like yes i'm willing to be cooperative but then she said quote I had absolutely nothing to do with this. I would not be this cooperative if I did. And the police officer goes, well, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. (laughs) He was like, people are cooperative all the time, but they do that to throw us off. And then she said, quote, have I thought about stabbing him? Oh, more than once. Have I thought about shooting him? If I had a gun. These are like inside thoughts. Maybe you shouldn't (laughs) say them out loud. You should never say to a police officer, no matter what situation you're in. Well, have I thought about killing them? Sure, if I had a gun. Did she just like randomly offer up that information? Yes. Oh, girl. Because he's like, people are cooperative all the time and it throws us off. And that's when she said, well, have I thought about stabbing him? God. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. (laughs) I've also thought about shooting him. Also, I want him dead. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it was me. But it wasn't. Thanks. (laughs) 
So I think this is like probably when police started to get suspicious of her. <laughs> so she mentions hearing one guy's name and that was Luke. And she said one of the other guys called another guy Luke. And she's like, I don't know Luke. I've never met a Luke in my life. Do with that she's what you will. She's never had a, met a Luke in her life. That's what she says. That's, that's a lie. You think hard enough. You've met a Luke. <laughs> Everybody knows a Luke. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So two hours in to this interrogation and a new guy comes in, like a new police officer. And I think this might be the actual detective because he's not like in police clothes. And he says, you know, the crew has been at the house and there's stuff that just is not matching up with what you're saying at the house. And he's not having it. He goes hardcore. And I really love this. So he's like, okay, so his pickup truck, we found his pickup truck and it's not at the house and his blood is in it. And she was like, well, one of the guys did go out to the house or did go out to the truck to get his wallet. And they're like, but how would... Ernie's blood be in the truck and she's like well they were beating him up so like some of his blood could have gotten in the truck and he's like this is drip blood and it's a lot of blood <laughs> like Ernie was in the truck <laughs> and they're like you said you didn't hear a car and you didn't notice that the truck was gone when you like left the house with police and she said well they must have taken it blah 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 and he goes well kidnappers don't normally leave with your car they bring their own car <laughs> like this is very easy to find his truck versus like a car we wouldn't know who it is yeah and so then they said they pinged ernie's phone and they had the coordinates of where it was last pinged and that was pittsburgh texas not too far away at about three twenty in the morning and then the signal went dead do we think there's a pittsburgh in every state <laughs> is there one in missouri i know there's one in kansas but there's several we're gonna have to google we're gonna have to DVD. google pittsburgh there's a pittsburgh in texas <laughs> So then police take her phone and they said, you know, we have a search warrant. She gave it up, but then asked for it back. And they were like, um, <laughs> we're going to have it for a while. You can just look at it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take a little bit longer to go through all of this stuff. And then the detective tells her, look, you're just digging yourself a hole. And she just stares at him. Stop talking. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We're going to advise you to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, the detectives start letting on what they find suspicious to her and start calling her on it. They're like, okay, so your kids never woke up throughout this whole thing. Mm -hmm. But they were beating you. They were tying you up. All of this. They dragged your body down the stairs. They dragged your body up the stairs. Your kids never woke up? Never came downstairs to investigate? She's like, no, they never woke up. Mm-hmm. So then she didn't call 911 first either. She called her mom first and they questioned her about this a lot. And she said she could only dial with her face because she was tied up with her nose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they're like, how, how are you able to call your mom? And she goes, I can't call 911 with my face. And she, they go, how do you call your mom with your face? <laughs> she said, I pushed the first thing on there, which happened to be my mom. I can't help it that I call my mom all the time. I'm guessing she wasn't using an Apple phone and use Siri. I yeah, Siri, call nine one one. Hey, we all turned on. <laughs> Just kidding! <laughs> don't do it. Please don't call them. <laughs> They're busy. Um, so they found that very weird because then mom got there first. Mom's the one who called nine one one. But they were like, okay, so why didn't you call for your seven-year-old? That's what I was going to say. To Yell out for your kids. Yell out for your kids to come untie you so you can call 911. And she said she didn't want to wake her kids up and scare them. Mm -hmm. And the police, the detective goes, well, I would wake up my kids if I thought my spouse was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. He, he was makes like, a good point. I know. He's like, if you just got, she's like, would you have done that? And he goes, yeah, if I thought my wife was about to die, I would. <laughs> 
if you just saw them saw them getting beat mercilessly and, and then taken away. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to scare my kids. I'm just gonna face. Who's <laughs> <laughs> <just> gonna nose? <laughs> not not nine one one, but my mom. You know, I'm curious. I want to know if you can do that. <laughs> Sarah is touching her nose to you her phone. Have to be right next to you. We're having an episode um, where we are unlocking our phones with our nose. <laughs> you can do in. it. There you go. She opened her phone up. I'll give her a lesson. It's actually really easy to do with I, your nose. But you unlocked it and then you got to your calls and mm-hmm. then you would have had to call someone. It's just as easy to just call 911. I will say. Or I would have called my kids in and told them to call 911. Yeah. <laughs> so they're questioning her on all of this and then she messes up. So she claimed originally that the men had left her in the bedroom, bound and gagged. And detectives, again, were like, how could you call you mom? How you were gagged and you had your hands tied. So how were you able to even say anything to your mom? (laughs) And she couldn't answer that question. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So finally, she brings up a man. His name is Jonathan Sanford. No, John. Luke. Okay. John. John. Three hours into this (laughs) interrogation, she's like, well, there's this guy named Jonathan. And police were like, okay. If you know who did this, that doesn't make you an accomplice. It just means you're hiding something from us. And then you could get in trouble with the law for that. So that's when she said, okay, fine, Jonathan. So Jonathan is a friend of a friend. So she has a friend named Sharla who just had a baby and is in the hospital. She was visiting Sharla and the baby. And this guy, Jonathan, was up there as well visiting. So she had been talking to them about her marriage problems in the past and Jonathan was in the hospital room getting upset and said, that's not how you treat a woman. And he was going to teach him a lesson. What? Seems like a weird thing for a stranger to say. Mm-hmm. A, a guy she had never met yes, before. That's what I mean. She didn't even know his last name. She knew his Facebook name, which it was obviously a bogus name on Facebook. <laughs> Conveniently, she says Sharla, her friend, was not in the room when this conversation happened. Wow. After she just had a baby? Yeah. Where was she? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe she's she went off to the laps. cafeteria. <laughs> They just hung out in her room yeah. with the baby while she was out and about. So the detectives are just like staring at her. And they're like, <laughs> you've been here for three hours and you knew that this guy might be involved this whole time and you're just now bringing him up. And they're like, who's Luke? Luke is nobody. Luke okay. was some random name. Luke was made up. Wow, yes. I'm shocked. So then she says that there was a man in the hospital room as well named Tay. Tay Rhymes. That sounds made up. Was it? That's uh, a nickname. We'll okay. get to his real name here. And so the wheels start to fall off. So she says, oh, I left my car for Sharla because Sharla was saying she didn't have a way for her and the baby to get home, blah, blah, blah. So she said, I'm going to leave my car for you. So Jonathan drove her to her house, dropped her off at her house, and then she gave him her keys, realizing, oh, no, my house key is on there. And she just, like, starts bawling. And she's like, I gave them a key to my house. And the police are like, yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you dumbass. (laughs) And show them where you lived. So the police are pissed. They're like, you just now realize that you don't have your house keys? <laughs> oh, my God. This girl needs to think about some things before she tries to tell stories. <laughs> so then she says, well, maybe this is a drug deal gone wrong because, you know, my father-in-law sells drugs. And that's who they were asking for when they were hitting Ernie. Was and- this before or after they gagged you or that you left your keys with him? <laughs> or dragged you up and down the stairs? Yeah. All, all, of, all of the above. So once <sighs> she starts getting found out, that's when she's like, okay, maybe this is a drug deal gone wrong. And the police are like... Uh, that was plan d (laughs) so she says i've only known jonathan for two days so the police are like why would this guy kill your husband or go after your husband (laughs) when he's known you two days 
So then she brings up another friend of John's whose name is Jose. And then she says, quote, I'm almost a thousand percent sure that it was them. Percent sure. <laughs> percent sure. <laughs> <laughs> and again, police are like, N- you've suspected it's them all this time. <laughs> what about Luke? You made up earlier. <laughs> Luke. There's a guy named David. She Poor made up Luke. too. You could have started John. with these guys. Yeah. Okay. Right. Got the, it. These guys that you met yesterday said that they were going to teach your husband a lesson. Yeah, they're really, like, putting themselves out there for you. I don't think so, girl. Girly pop. So police go. They get (laughs) Jonathan, and they get Jose, and they bring them both in, and they bring in Tay, whose real name is Octavius. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good nickname. Mm -hmm. Cute. Yep. All right, so they bring them in. They charge them with aggravated kidnapping, but they couldn't hold them for more because they did not have Ernie. All three men had been in jail before for various charges. FYI. All right, so police basically tell the men, look, you taught him a lesson. Good job. You won. Let him go. And that's when John says, sorry, Ernie's dead. <laughs> About that. Ernie can't come to the phone right now. Why? Because he's dead. <laughs> I like that he said sorry first. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, man. He, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> um, so then John takes the police to the woods and shows them Ernie's body. And yep, there's Ernie. He's got Aww. a gunshot wound to the head and he is dead. Poor Aww. Ernie. So they said that they took Ernie out to scare him, but Jose took it too seriously and shot him. He's not scared anymore. (laughs) Darn it. Damn it, Jose. So police are like, okay, we're going to look through all of your phones. So they get the three guys' phones. They're looking through them, and they find that Samantha had messaged them. Yeah. Telling them to turn off Ernie's phone quickly. Did they have a group chat? (laughs) I don't know. They probably did. What was it called? Um, The Kill Crew. (laughs) The Kill Crew. (laughs) Murder besties. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the kill quad because oh, okay. there's four of them all right like squad oh yeah i'm, I'm there <laughs> now i'm <laughs> still thinking i'll get back to you all right so john confesses pretty much quickly obviously after that they found the body and he says well samantha really masterminded this whole thing and the original plan was to just plant meth in his car and have him arrested for possession with intent to sell so he would go to jail for a long time. But they thought that killing would be easier. You know, that's a big difference. <laughs> easier for who? Not Ernie. That's awful. Yeah, it's awful. They report that Samantha even lent them the truck so that they could use it. Oh, that's where the blood came from. That's and the where house the blood, keys. Man, the house keys and it all. So she she set it all up. When they confronted her on this, she pretty much crumbled right away. So April 2016, Jonathan and Jose both pled guilty and were sentenced to 50 years in prison. Um, December 2016, Octavius decides to go to trial, and he was found guilty and received a combined prison sentence of 93 years. Was Tay was Tay with them? Jose he was with John? them, but Jose's the one who pulled the trigger. Why does he yeah. get more time then? Because they both pled guilty and didn't go to trial. So they probably took a plea deal. Mm-hmm. And September 2017, Samantha, of course, did not take a plea deal. And she went to trial and was found guilty of murder and gets 99 years in prison to be served consecutively with a 50-year sentence for abduction. She is currently incarcerated at the Carroll Young Complex in Dickinson, Texas. What happens to her children? Her children, I don't know if they went with family or if they went into the foster care system. If her family was able, hopefully they stayed in the family. Mm-hmm. Oh, hopefully boy. they stayed within the family. But yeah, police kept telling her, they're like, if you just tell us what you know right away, we can work something out with you. And she, she would just not. Kept, 
Going and going. She's not bright enough, honestly. No, and she was all over YouTube. She tried. <laughs> and she shared her personal life all over YouTube. So they had all of that too that they looked at later. And they were like, she just liked the dramatics and thought mm-hmm. she was putting on a show for us the whole time. Like the crying is all fake. You can tell. Her husband, she, who knows if he was physically abusive. She was telling police that everything was fine with them when he went missing. But she wanted him dead. And she got these random men that she had never met to kill him. I can't believe... Was she offering to pay them? No, she didn't have money. That is just bizarre that they're like, sure. It could be a different exchange. That's what I was wondering. Was that ever discussed? Not that I saw. Okay. Interesting. What's the name of the YouTube channel that you were watching? Damon Varial, like cereal, but with a V. Okay. V-E-R-I-A-L. And it's Damon Varial True Crime. Got it. Thank you, Lindsay. You are welcome. That is a story. It was an interesting perspective on the true crime. You know what this reminds me of? And it's probably because it's the only interrogation that I've seen in recent years is Chris Watts. Mm, Uh, That one was a rough one to watch. Like putting on a big show. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, well, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got me now. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, well, thanks. Thank you for that. You're welcome. (laughs) That is how true crime goes. Always. Can't help it. I know. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for tuning in this week to our true crime episode. You can always find us at thetipsyghost.com with our socials linked from there or send us an email at thetipsyghost at gmail.com. Please give us a five-star rating and a great review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate it and it really does help. All right, guys. Thanks so much. We'll catch you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.